there, y'all. This is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. of the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave, and joining me on what I am anticipating to be a very exciting episode is Jenny. Woohoo! Hello, hello. And JD. What's going on, guys? So right away, I'm outnumbered. These two seem to pick on me a lot. <laughs> oh, God, Dave. <laughs> but I think this is going to be... It's been a while. Yeah, this is going to be... I've had Jenny on a podcast. That's true. I know, I know. We got to get you both on a, a live episode. Oh, you're right. That'll be fun. Yes, yes, I know. I'm excited. Me and Matt were quite. I mean, it was fine. It was just just us two talking and no di- disagreeing. So that's that's less fun. Look, <laughs> <laughs> but less of a headache. What are you when saying? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, let's see. Okay. Yes. Today we are going to talk about something we all love and agree on, and that's. The Cloverfield Phenomena. Uh, the trailer for a movie called 10 Cloverfield Lane came out late this week, uh, last week actually, and it just came out of nowhere. It was attached to the the screenings of 13 Hours, the Benghazi movie that came out uh, last week. And nobody quite knew what to make of it, but ever, it excited everybody because it says Cloverfield in the title, but you could use Cloverfield for anything, I think. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a sequel. It could just be a, a movie with an address in it. 10 Cloverfield Lane. But the way they the trailer worked led you to believe it's related to Cloverfield because the first word you see in the title is just Cloverfield mm-hmm. at the end of the trailer. So we're going to talk about the new trailer, but first we're going to talk about Cloverfield. I think this is a Cloverfield episode. We're just going to just gush over our love for Cloverfield <clears throat> for me, the first trailer I saw was too mysterious for me to not be interested. It was J.J. Abrams. It was Bad Robot, so I was hooked. And then it was, but it was there was no information in the trailer other than there was a party uh, and a Statue of Liberty head rolling across the street. That was it. And then uh, the date of the movie. And uh, for me, that opened the rabbit hole of searching Google for o one eighteen o eight and. And then I was like uh, addicted to the deep internet that you know pulls you in. Uh, it was an ARG, an alternative reality game, where it kind of had the origins of the monster, origins of uh, at least one character that doesn't have a speaking role in Cloverfield, but we'll talk about it. Uh, the company that the main character of Cloverfield was moving to Japan to work for. And all kinds of things, uh, also slusho related. If you're a fan of J.J. Abrams, slusho is a big thing in all of his shows and movies. Even it was in Star Trek, and it actually even crossed over into Heroes, which he had nothing to do with. Uh, so slusho is a is a big deal. Anyway, okay. So that's my first memory of this Cloverfield movie was the trio attached to Die No uh, Live Free or Die Hard was or Transformers, one of the two. I think it was Transformers, the first Transformers movie had the trailer for this in it. Uh, so that was my first interaction with it. Jenny, did you see it in theaters or was it later? I did. Okay. I saw it in theaters. All right. I was I was sucked in with all like the viral advertising that was going on with it. I was like, I gotta go see this. They they hit the ball out of the park to use an overused metaphor uh, for the marketing on this movie. In my opinion, I don't know how many people got involved, but there was a lot of websites and message boards and stuff that were dedicated to figuring out passwords or figuring out clues and stuff. But I think this is, I don't think JD was involved in that. You came later to the game, right? I mean, I saw it when there was like commercials and everything, but it wasn't something I went to see in theaters. Like a lot of people I knew saw it and wouldn't spoil it for me. But, like, I remember the viral marketing a little bit. Like, I saw the first uh, trailer in Transformers 2, and that's when I was like, wow, this is really cool. 
probably just got around to seeing it like a year ago, maybe. Oh, okay. So uh, I think all across the board, we're all fans of the first movie, right? Oh, yeah. Very. Oh, yeah, hands down. And were you were you excited for a sequel? Were you hoping for one? I didn't think I it didn't... needed it, honestly. Like, okay. It felt like a pretty – like it felt like I didn't want it to become a franchise where it lost its luster like it happened to Paranormal Activity. So I felt like the first one was like a good story that like – if they wanted to, they could, but I felt like it was okay by itself. I, I agree. Like, you want to know what happens after the last scene of the movie, but it you you didn't need it, basically. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I, I was <laughs> – me and Jason, who has been on, on this podcast once or twice – uh, he, we were, we were addicted to the, the game and my brother, Danny was too. We were addicted mm-hmm. to the game and then we were addicted to the movie and we both went, me and Jason saw it together and we loved it. Uh, the, the viral part of it, I think really added to it for me. Cause I felt part of it. I don't know why, but I did. And like the viral part was uh, each, each main character had a MySpace page that only, you could only see their photos uh, on the blog posts and like all the stuff had been removed and you couldn't see certain things. And then uh, there was a website for this offshore oil company that had a, an accident. They were digging and there was some big accident and there was a video and you could see something was attacking this thing, but you couldn't actually like discern that it was attacking it. And that it could have just been an accident. So there's more speculation there. And it just kind of kept going on and on until there was also this Jamie and Teddy thing where this boyfriend and girlfriend, this guy Teddy lived in Japan, I think, or vacationed there. And they were communicating and Jamie didn't know what happened to him and she was looking for him. And she says she's going to go to this party and find out information about it. And she's in the movie. She's the girl passed out on the couch at the beginning of the party. Um, wow. She has no speaking. Know that. Yeah, she has no speaking. I'm, but this is all off memory, so I might be getting some of the facts right, but I know that for sure, uh, that that's her. And so she apparently, I would imagine she died in the building um, or maybe not. She could survive. I guess that building didn't necessarily collapse or anything. Uh, okay. So I recently watched the movie after this new trailer came out. When's the, like, how recently have you guys watched it? Oh, it's been years. Oh, really? Yeah. I was just watching. I just rewatched the original trailer from the first one. And I was just like, dude, this movie is awesome. I got to watch it again. So it's definitely getting pulled back out. Yeah, it's been a couple months for me. I I think I was going to bed one night and just like it was I saw it was on HBO so I just put it on and fell asleep to it. So it, it was the not, the first major motion picture that was like found footage, right? Oh, cuz paranormal activity the, and all that came out right. afterwards. One right? of the yeah. one of the first. Well, Blair Witch was Yeah. The, the first big one, but this, this it one. was like the big, big mainstream one that used found footage, I think. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when it first, when they were first advertising that everybody was going crazy because they're like, are they doing Godzilla? And everybody, you know, because there was all the <laughs> Japan like things. And mm-hmm. I was like, that'd be cool. Well, the speculation was the funny part. So you saw that trailer and you didn't know what it was at all. So you're just like, you know, at the time you had no idea. JD, your little different because you had it had come out before you saw it so mm-hmm. you had an idea of what it could be so some people were expecting a new godzilla a new uh something based on hp lovecraft uh there was some people that thought it was a a thundercats movie for some reason because thundercats <laughs> yeah, movie i remember that or voltron too was another one that people thought it was because in the trailer they misinterpret the line of it's alive to it's a lion so they thought it was <laughs> like voltron <laughs> so it's like uh yeah that is really funny (laughs) it was it was crazy there was a lot of arguing i'm like there's no way the dude says it's a lion let's move on yeah (laughs) and the whole part of it being alive it's alive was a weird statement too just the the line like what what are you talking about like at that point because that was hud that said it and nobody knew what he meant like or what he saw so it was kind of a weird line to begin with uh, so basically if you have never seen Cloverfield, this is the, the real basic plot point of it. It's uh, a found footage movie, like Jenny said, and it kind of opens up as like a government, 
uh, Department of Defense video. Like it's evidence essentially, and it's designated Cloverfield. So it, the, really, the name means nothing. Cloverfield is just a designation. It's actually uh, they use the name in production as like a, I think it was a street they drove by or something. I think they had the, they tried to hide production and they they succeeded because no one had any idea mm-hmm. what this was. Um, <clears throat> the footage was found in US four four seven, formerly known as Central Park, and, which is you're starting the movie off amazingly at this point. Like what what happened type of thing, and you see old segments of this tape first, which is the, the main character Rob and Beth, his his love interest. Uh, wake up together and they're making a plan to go to Coney Island and and then we go to this party, a surprise party for Rob who's leaving to go to Japan and their friend HUD, which if you're a gamer, H-U-D, heads up display. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of a cool name for him. It's Hudson, but HUD is his nickname and I think that because he's the cameraman essentially for the whole movie. So he's your heads up display. I, I like that kind of twist. That's, that is really cool. Um. <clears throat> and that's played by actor T.J. Miller, who's a stand-up comedian, and I he he did a, an album, a comedy album, where he talks about Cloverfield secrets, and they're just jokes, and they're just hilarious. Uh, T.J. Miller is a cool comedian. If you if you like him, or if you don't know, you should check him out. He's in Silicon Valley, isn't he? Oh yeah. Okay, that's yeah, that's where I thought I saw him from. Uh, he was in the last Transformers movie. He was in that Yogi Bear 3D movie. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, he's in uh, Big Hero 6. He's one of the voices in that, too. He does a lot of voice work as well. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so they had this surprise party, and then the ground shakes, the building shakes, and they go up to the roof to see, try to see, I guess, some some boat capsized nearby in uh, mm-hmm. in in the ocean right by the Statue of Liberty, and then there's a huge explosion behind them, and then that's when the chaos starts, because a giant monster is attacking Manhattan, and uh, I guess this story is really a love story. It's about Rob trying to save his girlfriend, Beth, or love interest, Beth, who was trapped in another building. And in the middle of that, there's a big monster attack with parasites attacking people, too. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Big yeah. part of the movie, I think. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> Can I just say though, and I and you guys know I have a huge crush on the guy who plays Rob. Michael Stall David. Movie. He's so awesome. He's yeah. Okay. What other movies Continue. have you been in? He was in that one that I keep telling you you have to watch the uh In Your Eyes, the JJ Abrams oh not JJ Abrams, the uh Joss Whedon. Oh I I've seen it. Yeah, I've already seen it. I <laughs> He's I fell adorable. asleep halfway through because I didn't know it was by Joss Whedon. I thought it was just a weird love story, so I just passed out. <laughs> that <laughs> is probably uh, the funniest prejudice review of a movie I've ever heard. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, but the person I was watching it with like loved it. She's like, "Oh, this is so good. I loved oh, it." So like, it it's worked. One, it, it's one of my my favorite, but I think it's one of my favorite because the way they cast it, he's just perfect in it. You know, you want to not like him, but you love him and. Yeah, yeah. So he was great in that because he was a similar role in Cloverfield because he was the friend that was going away to Japan. So they were having the going away party, and then mm-hmm. the world kind of goes crazy. Yeah, yeah right. he, was, he was in uh, Cloverfield. Uh, he he had a uh, main cast role in the Black Donnelly show that was on NBC a long time ago. That show was amazing. I love that show. That show was so good. Uh, a lot of good actors in that show, including my future ex-wife Olivia Wilde. Future ex-wife. Yeah, I mean, you got to be real. She's she's already married to Jason Sudeikis, so you're right. It's not going to work out eventually for us. Uh, he's cast to play uh, Robert F. Kennedy in the LBJ movie. Interesting. There you go, Jason. Yeah, that would be cool. More movies for him for you to no crush on him. Uh, his girlfriend was played by Odette Eustman, who was in a horror movie after this, another horror movie. Uh, what was uh, The Unborn? The un- yeah, The un- Oh, that was off. That was not very good. They truly tried to get you into it because the poster is like her in her underwear. Like they, they really wanted you to get into this movie because she's a hot chick. Yeah, but I honestly it, thought that was Megan Fox for the longest time. Yeah, she does look... You know what's funny, too? Both those actors starred in at least one episode of New Girl. I've never seen just, it, so... Oh, I like New Girl. That show's pretty good. Uh, let's see. That's really... 
Like she's done the Unborn and Beverly Hills Chihuahua two and three, and she was in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't really recognize any of these other movies. So anyway, uh, the rest of the cast is T.J. Miller, Jessica Lucas, who right now I believe is on Gotham. Um, I think that's her. She was in Evil Dead, the the remake. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, she's in on Gotham right now. And uh Lizzie Kaplan, who is in a lot of stuff. One of my favorite TV shows that didn't get a good run. That should have lasted a lot longer. Uh Party Down. She was in that. She does in True Calling, Smallville. Uh she's on Masters of Sex right now. And she's on the league a couple times. And then Mike Vogel, who was on Under the Dome and the Grind movie, the skateboarding movie. Which you like I liked him in that. Anyway, that's your main mm-hmm. cast. That's really like Mike Vogel's very barely briefly in it, and then they all start getting picked off one by one, essentially. Although Lily, uh J uh, Rob's brother's girlfriend she mm-hmm. could have survived. We don't really see what happens to her because she gets taken off in a, the first helicopter. Yeah. So. See, it's one of those things that, like, I don't, I didn't expect them to, like, come out with a sequel. Like, that was, like, right after Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, more like the Purge Anarchy where it, like, still focuses on, like, that event with, like, a different family. Well, yeah, the rumors for the the sequels were a lot of talk of another perspective of this attack. Like, the mm-hmm. dude on the bridge that's filming it and... You know, Todd goes past them, and you see him filming it each other. Yeah, they were they were thinking about doing something like that, and I think it took them a while to figure out exactly what they wanted to do as far as what a what a sequel would be. And they had said a few times the sequel wouldn't probably be found footage again. That'd be weird. That it would be something different. Uh, yeah, I, I always thought that if they did it, it would probably be a continuation of the <clears throat> investigative tapes because the first movie is basically just that. It's it's, it's evidence, yeah. It's evidence. So I always assume that if they did a sequel, it would just be another chapter of the tapes, you know, right, things right. that they found. Well, it's 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 interesting because they it, the movie begins. I, I'm trying to remember. I just watched it yesterday. I didn't really pay attention. I believe it does have the logos for like Bad Robot and Paramount uh, beforehand, and or I think it might just start with like the the static and the color bars. Um, and then the 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 note and the <clears throat> watermark that it's a you know Department of Defense f- film, right? Or property, and then into the movie. But then you know the end happens, and then you start seeing credits, and obviously you know it's a movie. Mm-hmm. But if you sit through the credits, have either of you sat through the credits? Uh, no, because I don't know. Okay. You know what? I I'm pretty sure I have, but like I said, it's been quite a while. <laughs> I just worth- remember Juice from Sons of Anarchy's like. He's at the party. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hud talks to him a couple times. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, so it's worth watching the, the, the credits because one, the, the song that's composed by Michael, uh, Giacchino or Giacchino, mm-hmm. the guy that follows JJ to every project essentially, uh, is amazing. It's called roar. And it, it's, uh, I love that song. I wish I could buy it, but it's, it's, I haven't seen it on iTunes. Maybe it's, it looks like it might be. On the soundtrack now. Anyway, uh, you can listen to that all the way to the end, and then you hear more static, and then there's a voice, uh, which you're, I think you're supposed to believe is Rob after the explosion, and he says it's still alive. Yeah. So <clears throat> so the, the bombing or whatever that they do at the end, which you think might end the problem and probably kills our heroes, so to speak. Uh, they're still alive to at least say it's still alive. Right. <laughs> now we move right. on. Uh, well, actually, what what was before we move on to the new one? Do you have a favorite part of the movie, or is it just overall great to you, uh, JD? Um, I love the part in the system. That's my favorite. I think that's the my favorite part too. too. Yeah, <laughs> like it's truly creepy. Or I guess the the like tower scene. The apartment building scene when he's like trying to cross to the apartment that fell mm-hmm. down also pretty good yeah i like i loved anything where, like well even the beginning scenes when they see the first explosion but then the cars start flying through the air and then of course you know you see the statue of liberty head 
Mm-hmm. It, it put it in such an epic scale of is somebody throwing New York City at New York City? You know, mm-hmm. it. I, I loved it, but I agree with you hundred percent that subway scene is so incredibly creepy. What's interesting, um, the the Statue of Liberty head looks too small, doesn't it? I mean, to me, it looks like it's too small. I've never been to the Statue of Liberty, so to see it on a street like that, it seemed like it should be bigger. Uh, maybe, maybe. I can see where you're going with it, but... Yeah. It didn't distract me. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Uh, for me, <laughs> let me think, uh, HUD's death was pretty memorable. Uh, when the helicopter crashes and then he gets eaten. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and then, like, I guess he gets eaten in half and then the rest of him drops or something. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't like the taste of HUD. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because that's, so, really, that's really when you get your first full shot of the monster. Yeah, yeah that was, wasn't it? Another aspect it, of the movie that I loved <clears throat> is that you never got to see it until the end. That's something people complained about, but for me, I like that. Just like in Signs, you don't see the alien until the end. Or Jaws, like you barely ever see Jaws, you know, and that movie is incredibly scary. Yeah, it's part of the building the tension and, you know, building the suspense. Well, we've had that conversation before, too, where the greatest horror movies are the ones that don't show you everything. Mm -hmm. Because your imagination can do way more damage than visual. Yeah, yeah. No, little pieces and bits are just like the key to it until the end. I feel like, hundred percent agree. Yeah, because I mean, me, me and Jason when we were younger, we'd go to Blockbuster, and we'd try to find a bad movie to watch to laugh at. The easiest mm-hmm. way to do that is to find the one with the monster on the cover of the of the the tape. Yeah, like Ghoulies or you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, or Jack Frost, not, not yeah. the Michael Keaton Jack Frost, but. The horror movie. The horror movie. It's right on the cover there. It's a snowman that's going to eat you or something. I don't remember exactly what it did, but uh, yeah, it's it's the monster on the cover of the of the movie that those are the movies that are bad. Yeah. So, all right. So let's move on to the this quote, the quote unquote sequel. Yeah. Called Ten Cloverfield Lane. All we have to go on right now is the trailer. So let's uh, let's run through the trailer. Um. Well, first, we do have information. The Wikipedia page provides some, but it is Wikipedia, so keep that in mind. It's there, actually there's there's been some good interviews though that right. have been released um, by uh, uh, what's her name, the um, Michelle, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where uh, little things have been released where you can kind of put pieces mm-hmm. of the puzzle, but it's like having the corner piece and then maybe a central piece and nothing else to complete the picture. <laughs> right, right, which is purposeful, I think. So the, the the Wikipedia, it's funny, Yeah, this is the first time I looked at the Wikipedia page since the trailer came out on Thursday. It's changed a lot. Has it? Yes. The quotes from Mary Elizabeth Winstead's uh, interview have been taken out of the plot. And then also the budget has been erased. The budget on here was $5 million and it's gone now. Because people Ooh, were looking at people were looking at it saying you can't make a monster movie with five million dollars, and now the budget's gone. Yeah. So I think I the mean, working budget for the original script might have been five million dollars because the original script was called The Seller. Yeah, because I it. Yeah, because yes. Well, I don't know what to we, say. we've got to we've got to throw this out there though, and why J.J. Abrams is one of the greatest of our time is how impossible in this day and age with you know, spoilers and stuff like that. How in the world did he sneak this by everyone? Like let's, nobody let's, yeah. even let's, considered that, Oh, you know what? They're working on a new Cloverfield until they just snuck in a trailer at the beginning of a Michael Bay movie. It's, it's that's genius. twice in a row. Cause transformers was a Michael Bay movie. So. Genius. Uh, what's interesting to me is to, in this day and age of how beaten down we are, with trailers and teasers and teasers for teasers and just all these things we get. And we have to watch the Jimmy Kimmel show to find the new Marvel trailer or the new star Wars trailer or the new DC trailer, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. and you're beaten down with it for about roughly six months before the movie comes out. Right. And then also they announce it. So, you know, it two years ahead of time that this is coming. So there's some built in anticipation. Uh, with Cloverfield, it was maybe it was a few months. It was uh, like Transformers well, they, was in was in summer, and then it was six months roughly. 
but it my, was just my memory might be wrong though. Didn't they do a bunch of stuff in New York too, where they would actually put up like warning plaques or like things, you know, like throughout New York, there'd be little signs that show almost like graffiti, which sparked the whole I viral think so. Stuff. I think I remember that. That's something else other than just the trailers were going on. Right. Like I say, there's all the viral tie-ins uh, that went yeah. along with it. Like the websites and and things like that. I can't remember billboards or anything like that, but there very much could have been. Um, yeah, I, I, for some reason, and like I said, I could be totally wrong in remembering this falsely, but I thought they put like things in the subway of like an evacuation and weird stuff because I I thought they got in trouble because people were actually going, "What's going on?" You know, because yeah. they didn't relate it to the movie. Well, um, but I could be well, wrong. I could be wrong. I could be mixing that up with something else. They went their viral marketing went so far as to there's a trailer and a phone number you could text, and when you texted it, you got a ringtone of the monsters roar and a wallpaper of a decimated Manhattan. That's like, so that's, cool. That's like how far they. It was it was crazy. Anyway, uh, where was I? Uh, <laughs> what were we talking about? Where we started about. Uh, anyway, Michael, yeah, the Michael Bay the trailer. Five million. Yeah, five million budget. in budget. Yeah, I think I was going somewhere else, but oh, oh well. Anyway, this this oh yeah, they worked under production on Cloverfield under like several different names of the movie, uh, so nobody knew what it was called. And then they had like a, a sign at, uh, at, at saying that this is just called Cloverfield, and nobody had no idea what it was because it's just like a street name or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't remember what else they had other names too. And unfortunately I, I can't seem to remember, uh, the name of it. Um, Slusho and I think, Oh, cheese, cheese was the name of it at one point. Cheese was the, Ugh. was the working title of, of the name. Uh, Cloverfield just you, fits so well. Like it, honestly, it seems such well, a good fit. It was it, the first It has that too. military feel to it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's got like a secret. Like we've got a secret we're keeping from you. But that's uh, what makes this new trailer awesome. So, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Now, here, I have to ask you guys this because it's been driving me crazy. Before or after Cloverfield? During. After. Like, during after. I th- during. Ooh. Yeah, it's not <laughs> I'm before. I'm thinking before. I'm going before. See, I don't, see, I don't think before because she looks outside and it, like, it, she, like, is obviously shocked. So, something happened, I think. Well, let's, okay, let's get there. Um, so yeah, what else do we know before? Oh, it was written by Josh Campbell, Matthew Strukin, and Damian Chazel. Chazel. Uh, I have some of their stuff. The only thing I could really find was work that the director had done, and that's uh, Dan Trachtenberg. I don't know if he's related to Michelle Trachtenberg at all, but who knows? He's done commercials for Lexus, Nike, and Coca-Cola. Big thing for him is he collaborated with another guy named Matt Wolf to work on the ARG for Hellboy 2. So he's done these kind of viral marketings before. I think that's kind of key to this this puzzle. That That's maybe one of the reasons why he's working on it and not uh, the original guy, Matt Reeves, or Drew Goddard, who wrote the original script. So, who knows? Um uh, produced by J.J. Abrams, who there's a quote he released about the movie, and we'll get to that uh, in a minute. He released the quote pretty much with the release of the trailer because he, I would assume, knew there'd be questions <laughs> as soon as the trailer came out. So, all right, so let's jump into the trailer, and then we'll talk about the cast. Um, you, so the first thing you see is the jukebox after, of course, the credits for Bad Robot and Paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a jukebox. I tried to. I watched this very slowly and tried to pick up any clues I could. I'm back into Cloverfield spying mode, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I slowed it down and watched it a bunch of times. And um, the numbers don't mean anything. Like it, they, there actually is like the lost numbers that JJ likes to use. Four and eight were lost numbers, but then it's thirteen. So four, eight, thirteen is the selection of the song. And Jenny, what song is it? Do you know? Oh gosh, it, it's a. Uh... Yeah, and don't put me under pressure like this. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I love the song because after I watched it the first time, I walked around singing the stupid song forever. Um, um Google me. song. Cloverfield. I could probably play it. Hang on, I could probably play it. Uh, let me know it's if you like guys. My childhood song. All right, hang on. I'll play the trailer. And it's, um, 
It will come to me. Hang on. Let me know if you guys can hear this. This is horrible podcasting. It was Tiffany. It was Tiffany. It was Tiffany. It was um. Breakfast of Tiffany. Tiffany's? No, no, the the That's singer the Tiffany. Yeah. It was a Tiffany song. Let me look. Why am I remembering her and not the song? I think we're alone now. Thank you. Huh? I think we're alone now. Yeah, could, could you guys hear it? I saw it. Yes, her. we heard it. Do you want me to play it a little more? That's a great song because the way it's played in the trailer, too, it's so creepy. Yeah, let me play a little bit more of the song. I'll turn it, it down. Sticks in your head. Uh, I can't get it quite enough. That was perfect. That was really <laughs> creepy. Uh, yeah, so that music plays <laughs> overhead while these these three people are playing the game of life and putting a puzzle together individually. I guess maybe they're taking turns, just kind of adding to the puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. So it looks like a friendly family. One of the, the dude... In it's got a broken arm, and then there's John Goodman, and then Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I don't recognize the dude from anything else, but he's been. In yeah, he was in Newsroom. Newsroom. He was in the movie yeah. Short Term Twelve. Yeah, he was. Um, he was kind of a bigger character in Newsroom. He was good in the. He was actually the character Johnny in Green Day's Broadway musical American Idiot. I didn't know that, so I looked it up. <laughs> uh, and then my one of my other crushes, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, is in this. So yes, uh, big fan Lord of hers. Of flowers. She's she's yeah. she's the daughter of of John. Uh, why can't I remember Bruce Willis's character's name from Die Hard? <laughs> anyway, she, Bruce Willis. She's his, his Bruce daughter Willis. in the the fourth Die Hard movie. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they're playing the game of life, putting a puzzle together, and that music's playing, and it looks normal, pretty pretty normal. Other though, other than it kind of looks like a like a weird basement type setting. Uh, they're making sandwiches with a healthy adult emo- amount of Miracle Whip. It's kind of gross amount. Was <laughs> <laughs> that Miracle that, Whip or Marshmallow you, Cream? It looked like Marshmallow Cream. The one cream. thing you get from this trailer is the no. unhealthy <laughs> amount of Miracle Whip. <laughs> she slaps a whole lot on that sandwich. <laughs> like, it looked like, yeah, Marshmallow Cream. Uh, do you make sandwiches with Marshmallow Cream? Yeah, peanut butter jelly is with Marshmallow Fluff. Oh, I guess. All right. Yeah, that's what they're that making. That actually sounds really good. <laughs> uh all right and then the wherever they are shakes then you get kind of a better view of it and it looks like it's like a bomb shelter that they're in and now the tension starts and you get all kinds of craziness uh you see john goodman's got a belt and there's a gun on it and there's somebody being hand somebody's handcuffed to something and then mary elizabeth winstead's crawling in like this 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 air duct and John Goodman is closing his eyes and doing like a stress release thing where he's counting to 10 in his head and slams mm-hmm. his fists on the table, freaking everybody out. But it looks like it looks really strange in that moment because she's real tense. But the dude with the broken arm is like smiling like they're goading him or something. Like they're picking on him. I don't know. Yeah. yeah OK. Uh, but then we get a shot of Mary Elizabeth Winstead half naked. Like she's got like a, a tank top on and something on her leg, like a leg brace or something. And she's trying to get reception with her cell phone. Uh, on some cot in a in a like a basement type room, <laughs> and then there's a fire. <laughs> John Goodman with a big tub of something poisonous, putting on rubber gloves, and everybody's looking freaked out as he's doing so. And then the scene with Mary Elizabeth Winstead on crutches walking upstairs. So they're clearly in some kind of bomb shelter, and she's progressing up these stairs slowly. Uh, and then it cuts to her smashing a beer bottle on John Goodman's face, like pretty ruthless, and then diving over the table. And then now, this time, running freely without a crutch up. She looks like she's struggling, though, so her leg is still bothering her. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get out, she gets out and then leaves John Goodman behind. And John Goodman, uh, he yells something. Uh, what does he yell? I didn't write it down. Something about, uh, you're going to kill us all. Or something like that. Like, you know, it's out there or something. Then don't do it. And she's about to unlock it. And I don't think she unlocks it all the way because she looks outside and sees. Who knows? We have no idea. Yep, she's she got that little gaspy look. Gasp, yeah, she covers her mouth. And then we get Cloverfield on the screen slowly. And then the number 10. And then Lane before and after. And that's he, it. 
the artwork for it too is awesome because it's just like the lone house and then um the there's just the stripe that goes down to lane so you know they're it's like an underground shelter yeah it's it's very clever marketing yeah the poster has a tagline too monsters come in many forms oh so okay so, and then and then the plot this the plot the official plot is this after a car accident a young woman comes to comes to in an underground cellar where most of the action takes place she fears she has been abducted by a survivalist who tells her he saved her life and that a chemical attack has left the outside world uninhabitable. Uncertain what to believe, she decides she must escape whatever dangers she may face outside. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense I, with all the, uh, the you know, everybody going back to, what's your name, the movie The Fault and stuff, because it, they're filming a post-apocalyptic movie. Right, and she said in her quote that it's a lot like it, but then it gets weird and dark. So do you think do you think uh the monster is the actual monster that we encountered in Cloverfield or do you think they're going to do like the poetic twist and the monster being the humans? Well the psychological twist there of the monsters you know come in many forms is to make you believe that okay it's John Goodman he's the monster. I think the tagline yeah. makes you think that John Goodman is the monster in this movie like he he takes her, hides her, and is there actually some problem that she's hiding that he's keeping her down there from, or is it a lie? Like he's I mean, I don't think her, keeping her down there, you know, that kind of horror. I don't think they'd make it a Cloverfield movie if it didn't have a connection to Cloverfield. Like, okay, it has like they wouldn't just. I mean, they might, but I don't think it'd be smart for them to be like Cloverfield Lane. Just kidding, it has nothing to do with the first movie Cloverfield. Like, I think it'll have similar th- or. Marijuana leads oh. to breast development in males. Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Things haven't come on one after another. What is that? Cloverfield is taking over. I can hear your. There's like commercials or something. Oh, that's so strange. On on male breast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Weird. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> that is so. Weird, especially in this conversation. Right. Oh. Um. Okay, so like I said earlier, is this trailer before the first Clover movie, during the first Clover movie, Cloverfield movie, or after the first Cloverfield movie? After. Yeah, I think it's after. I think it's right before and then during. Wh- why? I kind of want to know because everything in the bomb shelter is very 1980s, including what, you know, like the girl kind of looks like she might be from the eighties. I don't know. It looks like it's pre the party scene. Well, just the way that, but it could be just that this guy's been living in a bomb shelter for many years and, or that he's just had a bomb shelter for many years. Yeah. Right. But like they're, they're close to it. It's very like nondescriptive. Well, okay, here's um, the thing. Here's the so, thing. So, well, wait, 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 wait. Okay, all right. So, I have a feeling, so there's the big explosion at the end of of Cloverfield. I have a feeling that's the explosion that she sees when she's looking through the, the when she's trying to escape. So, you're thinking the end of this movie, uh, if that is the end of her it's scene. It's the same, same, is end the same ending of the other movie and that this is pretty much just the psychological aspect of it and we don't get any monster. Well, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think we get any monster, but I think it's going to come out and this, and I'm totally just throwing these out there. This, sure. it might, I have no evidence of this. This is just what I kind of want to see. And I think it could work. I think John Goodman knows about the monster and okay. I think that's why he's there. And I think he's, he might either be the start of the original Cloverfield files or at least he knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so I, that's let's, my tip. Let's break it down this way. See, like I yeah. said, I watched it slowly and I paid attention to a lot of things in this trailer. The uh, things that normal people, normal people probably don't think to, to look at. Um, <clears throat> okay. So there's the kid with the, with the beard and the busted arm. Uh, the question is maybe was he in the same car accident as Mary Elizabeth Winstead? Do they know each other? Um, also, John Goodman has a Band-Aid on his forehead, right? 
Uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, at the beginning of the trailer, he has a bandaid on his forehead. The puzzle they're putting together is a catfish. And what's funny to me is catfish now is used for tricking people on the internet. Mm. So could that have be any kind of spin or is it just the puzzle of a catfish? Uh, the scene of Goodman doing the, the weird dancing and she's looking incredibly weirded out. Like she's all uncomfortable holding herself, you know, and mm-hmm. and weird Goodman's doing this weird little dance as he's picking a song in the jukebox. Uh, <laughs> I did take note of the VHS that the dude's looking at is uh, Cannibal Airlines. So that could be the monster on the cover of the book of, of the of the movie type type thing that they're going to watch together. Um. Okay, when when she's half naked on a bed and it looks like her ankle or her arm is handcuffed to the bed and she's got the the thing on her leg, she's got like a brace mm-hmm. on her leg. I think, in my opinion, that's when she wakes up from whatever her car accident is. See, I think that's after she tried to escape and he knocks her out or something and ties her down. Okay. Because I feel like she, before she succeeds, obviously she'd have to go up, try and leave, but it's like locked. Maybe she already tried it before. Okay. And then that's when he like ties her to the bed so she can't escape. Jenny? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm still, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plead the fifth. I'm, I'm not even going to comment on it. I don't know. Okay. And remember, um, in the first image we see of them when they're playing the game of life, Goodman has the Band-Aid. She's wearing, like, a very motherly-type shirt. Uh, and the dude is normal. Looks the same throughout pretty much the whole trailer with the cast and, like, a plaid shirt. What if they're What if they're tricking us with the editing of this trailer? And it's all kind of background, like... The beginning of the trailer is the end of the movie, and the that end is of the exactly movie is the beginning of the trailer. That is exactly where I'm leading you. Because Good repeat, job, it, repeat Dave. it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat <laughs> it. What Jenny's saying, I'm going to keep giving you evidence. I want to see if you can pick up on it like Jenny just did. All right. Okay. Okay. So on your marks, get set, <clears throat> go. The beginning of the trailer. John Goodman has the band aid. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is dressed very motherly, like her shirt is like a like what a mom would wear. Mm-hmm. And the 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 bearded dude with the broken arm has on like a like the same thing that Goodman's wearing like a plaid shirt, plaid button up. As we progress, uh, she's wearing a white tank top and nothing else essentially when she's strapped to the bed. Um, let me keep going. Goodman actually opens the, an air vent, and then we see Winston crawling through it. So I think they're working together at that point. I don't think she's trying to get out. So mm-hmm. maybe like the air conditioning breaks or something. Who knows. Okay. So I don't think she's trying to escape at that point. Um, when Goodman snaps and slams his hands on the table, he has no Band-Aid on his forehead. So whatever happens that needs a Band-Aid happens after that point. And at the, at the table where they're sitting together, when she's wearing her tank top and the dude's wearing the, the – I could be going crazy about the wardrobes, but – uh, the dude's wearing the same plaid shirt that he's wearing at the end of the end of the or the beginning of the trailer. Following still? Yes, I'm still following. Okay. Uh, as you keep going, she's still on the bed in the tank top. She's actually with the crutches, looking at the entrance with her tank top on. Um, looks like she's pretty calm. She's just looking around, right? At that point, yeah. And then they sit down at the table, and that's when she tries. She hits him with the beer bottle. And then jumps over the table and is limping her way to the exit. And it looks more like the dude with the broken arm is chasing her and not trying to help her. Anybody yeah. agree or disagree? I, I mean, I don't. I've only saw it twice, so I really don't. Okay. Um, what Jenny was trying to say, what I totally agree with, and that's why I did the wardrobe thing. The end of the movie is probably the beginning of this trailer. Oh, that makes sense. So they're gonna—it's gonna be like a happily ever after, where I'm stuck in the a guy with the <laughs> yeah, they're stuck underground because of where she yeah when she's about, outside yes when she's about to open the door she sees it finally and says, "Whoa, no!" Like so she okay so she actually sees something's wrong. And she's like, "Shit, you right? Shoot, you right?" <laughs> Swear jar. Oh my god. Let's we'll hide in the bunker. Okay, I see it. Okay, I see it. Be- 
The only part, though, that and and it doesn't really prove one way or another is there going back to the wardrobes. There are scenes where you know, cast guy is in just a t shirt. She's in a black shirt, you know, and it's kind of right before I think when he opens the vent, she's got like a black thing on, but she's like chillaxing on the uh, on the couch. But the puzzle is done. Like uh, all the pieces of the puzzle are filled in on the table with the guy with the broken arm. Yeah, hang on. So, so is the, scene, the, scene, the scene you're talking about, he's wearing a blue T-shirt and a hat. And she's got on a black, like, Eiffel Tower shirt, which I think she just put on after the tank top. Because he's still wearing the same blue shirt that she's wearing with the tank top while they're looking at the poisonous drum. Got it. So when he's showing her whatever's in this drum, and they're look, oh, when the when the ceiling shakes, that's when he's wearing the blue shirt. And that's when she's sitting on the couch. And Paul's is almost done. She's doing looking at some magazine. I couldn't get a good look at what the magazine is. I don't know if that's a clue or not. But yeah, that's that same scene when she's going into the vent. Uh, John McClane style. I remember his name. McClane! Because <laughs> uh, at one point, all three of them are looking up at the vent. And that's the same clothes that they're wearing there. Then he shows her the poisonous thing. And she, someone sets the fire... And then the fire starts near a lamp. Uh, and she's sharpening a stake at one point. So, I don't know. We might be looking too, way too far into it. And, you know, we, we have, might. Uh, no, we might. We are. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I want to play the clip at the end because I want to hear what John Goodman says. There. You're going to get all of us killed. So he's I, he's he's legit. Like I don't think he's trying to stop her from leaving because now he's in trouble because he's been keeping her captive type of thing. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's yeah. he's panicking because death awaits you outside that door. Something's really bad. Like maybe this is even like longer than we thought. Like the animal yeah. is like taking over everything. Well, okay. Another creature. part. Another aspect of Cloverfield I didn't talk about yet that I should mention is in the part of the game you discover that this thing this thing that attacked manhattan is just a baby yeah i knew that okay doesn't the game though have it too like it becomes like nuclear fallout because in trying to kill the monsters the governments and stuff the military that's where the clover filled thing comes from well the clover so that was we the, ended up that was the theory i think war. that hud gave in was like that did we create it type thing Right. Um, at the end of Cloverfield, when after the bombing and they show the flashback to the Coney Island thing again, mm-hmm. uh, you see them focused out on the beach for a long time. The camera is. You see something fall from the sky and land in the ocean. Have either of you noticed that? Uh, no. Okay. No. <clears throat> you see that. If, pay attention next time you watch it at the end of the movie when they're on Coney Island after the, the explosion and everything, it, the tape cuts back to the flashback scene and it's just focused on the ocean and the beach. And you can watch from like near the top right of the screen to the middle of the ocean. If something falls from the sky and people think that that, cause this takes place like two weeks or maybe a month or so after that happened. Uh, they think that whatever that thing is that crashed into the ocean woke this thing up. Or that this thing came from space and that's maybe an egg. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. So nobody... it's either Pacific Rim or <clears throat> yeah. What a Pacific it's Rim not... Cloverfield like the same thing. <laughs> it's I can say it's not Pacific Rim because there's this whole company in Japan that were doing deep sea drilling. Well, it would be more Pacific Rim this way, I should say. Uh, deep sea drilling that might have woken up the parent that attacked over in Japan this this oil rig. Mm-hmm. Um. So but yes, like like I said though, like, do you think so? You've got this crazy thing that's going to kill everything, anyways. But I kind of like the nuclear nuclear um fallout like <laughs> idea where they you know we try to kill it by bombing it, but take out everything in the same time, which would make sense of the bomb shelter. But then I think the problem is you have to wait a long time to make a movie set in that area because uh, it's uninhabitable for how many years? Like forever, for the longest time, once you nuke something. 
well, we look at Chernobyl now. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so the monster would have to obviously move to another state <laughs> or or area for us to have another movie. Unless it's a, unless it's immune to it. Well, the it monster would be the, the monster. You, right, you the monster would the be the monster would be fine, but people that go outside, you would have nothing for it to attack. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So the drama is kind of just watching it destroy buildings and <laughs> eat dead animal carcasses. Um, <laughs> so let's go back. A, let's go back a second to the original name of this movie, which was The Cellar, and then it was later renamed Valencia, and is now Ten Cloverfield Lane. If you go to, and I'm getting into the ARG. I think uh, I didn't do much research after the trailer; just very little. I haven't had a lot of time since Thursday. But if you go to the website. The Cellar Movie, I think, dot com. Hang on, I wrote it down. Uh, the Cellar Movie dot com. You get a black page, and all you see in the middle of the screen is the words "Reality is just an illusion," and you can click on that, and it asks for a password. So I believe that's part of the game. I mean, it should be. I'm assuming so. Yeah. Uh, that would be fun. I I I'm hoping they go full on with the. Uh... You know, with the viral stuff again, getting everybody involved on the back end. But what's crazy is they released this so soon to the release. It comes out March 11th. That's where we were going before when I lost my train of thought. <laughs> we were talking about all the trailers that come out six months oh, before. You're right. Yes. And now we have a movie that comes out in two months. It's great. No, it's refreshing. That's what, That's what I what think. They did with Fallout. I totally like agree with you, JD. Super small turnaround. It's what I like. Like, I, I know two weeks in advance. That's perfect for me to change my schedule. This like, is two months for me to speculate with all of my friends, which is you guys all listening, you two recording with me. Last time when we did Cloverfield, it was just me and my brother and Jason. Mostly it was just me and my brother. Mostly, okay, it was just me. And I was roping them all into it. Uh, but they got addicted too because I was their source of information. I was the one that was staying up all night smoking packs of cigarettes and drinking alcohol saying, Cloverfield's real. Oh. Cloverfield's real. <laughs> I'm not, I, didn't oh go that, I didn't go that far, but... Yeah, I was uh, really confused. Think, think like a conspiracy theorist <laughs> that's up all night watching YouTube channels about the 9-11 conspiracy, quote-unquote. Got it. Uh, that kind of thing. So for me, this is awesome because now I have all of you guys. We can all do this together. We can have fun in this game. If this is, of course, an ARG type thing, which it has to be, I think, at this point. And I also believe that the first original website that uh, or YouTube account that uploaded this footage which we still have on the website under the report for the this trailer. I think that's part of the game as well because that is the most clear bootleg footage of a movie theater I've ever seen. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I don't mm-hmm. think that was yeah. It's just it's just <laughs> shaky enough to where you think okay, it's somebody with a cell phone or a really good camera. Yep. Like, I, that is not a cell phone. I mean, if it is, kudos to whatever cell phone company made it. But I, I think that that account is part of the game. And if you go to the account, uh, let me pause the trailer. It's under the name Alex Scholar. Scholar. He's only uploaded three videos. One is a bi- uh, a hike that they took to Big Basin with a like a like a DJ song overlaid over it. Again, mm-hmm. extremely high quality vo- video quality. Like, oh, this isn't uh, just a GoPro. Like this is all like it's all cut and edited really well of them taking a hike in somewhere. Again, I watched it with uh, careful eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, this could be just some random dude that only posted three videos, and one of which is like a a trailer for Garden State. Interesting. And then he 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 liked three videos. They're not they're not really his. He just liked three videos, and they're just like music videos, a, a Spin City video. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know what the other one is, <clears throat> but it, it, and they're all, they'll, he liked them nine years ago. So it's like, this yeah. is it. This is all this dude did. And his avatar is Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze from Batman and Robin. So it could be part of the game. I hope it is. Cause well, otherwise thing number one is we got to figure out the damn password for the, the seller website. <laughs> right. It's a weird is there a date. Is there a date at all? Three eleven sixteen is the date of the movie. Well, is there like an important? What happened? When did the movie start? Like, 
When was the <laughs> the attack on the last movie? Maybe it's that date. Oh boy. Oh one one eight oh eight, right? That's the that's the release date. Of the of, of the, the first, first movie. movie. Yeah. But is there like a date in the movie when the specific attack happened? Maybe Um the the video consists primarily of seg- segments taped the night of Friday, May twenty ninth, two thousand and nine. So oh five twenty nine oh nine. And then the Coney Island stuff was in April. Oh four two seven oh nine. Try it. Okay. Wanna know what's okay, you guys, so I'm so into this right now that I I've started doing like Google searches of like names. <laughs> See, I haven't done that yet. <laughs> and God. there are Tons, well, not tons. I was expecting more, but a lot of posts of trying to figure it out with different things. Um, and some people are are saying that I don't know what this means. It's a dirty password, meaning that it changes periodically, so it's not always the same word. Oh, what? Yeah, that that's be, what. Like, that'd be straight there's up. There's this like I don't know enough about you know coding and stuff like that, but there's this one um one site that I was looking at that. It's like, you can try this, but I think it, it regenerates every few minutes, and I'm like, what? So I don't what's, know. What's interesting is it's not a normal error code you get, like when you put in the wrong password. It's just like a website not found. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. So it's like asking for another website, essentially, that's attached to that website, you know? It's like a search window almost. Oh. Because it's saying the URL is not found. It's not saying the password is incorrect. So you're right. But, okay, it's like so saying that go, this isn't it's not being you're not being directed to the proper URL. Right. And, and it's there's different ones. So the main seller website click on, you know, you click on the what's it say? It's uh, reality is just an illusion. And then it asks for a password. Yes. But if you go to the same website backslash stats, it actually launches up a whole thing with a username and password. Oh. Like a totally different, <laughs> like almost like an FTP login. Yeah, that's oh an actual login. Yeah. Yeah, it's so S T A T S. I just did and it, it gives yeah. you the, and I'm like, what? That might be more of uh, like the manufacturing of the website, though. Maybe. That's they yeah, want so you to the think. You're right. That you are <laughs> authorized to access the document requested. Either you supplied the wrong credentials, e.g., bad password, or your browser doesn't understand how to supply the credentials required. Oh, okay. That's, what's that's, the What's the website that we can go to? <clears throat> Thesellerfilm.com. All right. Uh, or the Seller Movie. Seller Movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. The Seller C E L L A R Movie.com. Oh, spelled that wrong. Got I it. <laughs> There's no S in seller, JD. I kept putting ER. Like that. Okay, while, while JD does that, Jenny, what do you hope to see if this... Oh, I want to say one more thing, too. Going back to what, the Wikipedia that was changed, there was two more actors' names that were in this that got removed. So I'm wondering if they were in her first like run of the scripts and then they got removed. Uh, Matt Viro as Jeremy and Maya Erskine as Darcy. I'm assuming it was for a different edit of the script. Perhaps. And also, the only person that had a character name was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Her name was Michelle. And that has since been deleted from the Wikipedia page as well. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a quote from the man himself, J.J. Abrams, that we can kind of add to this discussion, talking about this movie and how, how it relates to Cloverfield. This is J.J. Abrams. He said, The idea came up a long time ago during production. We wanted to make it a blood relative of Cloverfield. The idea was developed over time. We wanted to hold back the title for as long as possible. So, blood relative could mean a lot of different things. What we See, do, I, think, what, what, I think it means that it's in like the universe. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. What we do know is it's in the, it is in the universe of Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, and I don't think it might not even be set in New York again. Or where was it set in the first one? New York. Yeah, it was in Manhattan. Yeah, like it, it's probably set in like a different part of the country. Like it might be set in like Colorado or somewhere where, like, the monster attacked, and maybe there's more than one monster or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's close this out with one thing. 
what do you knowing that it's in just just what we know so it's in the cloverfield universe what is one thing you hope to see in this movie that relates it to cloverfield jenny i i want to know i don't want to know if it i seriously i'm going for it's happening at the same time or before so i want to know if it's going to be i want to see it be part of the evidence tapes or the evidence tapes which aka the first movie are a part of this film okay for some reason like the john goodman character or something that's another thing to keep in mind that this new movie is not shaky cam it's not found footage Mm -hmm. that's a big difference all right jd what are you hoping to see from this movie as it relates um i want i want a scene similar like with the little creepy like little baby monsters and the like the little crawly things in the subway i'd like to see those okay like i feel like if there maybe that's what's like taking over the world possibly like there's or maybe i have no idea but like i think like something like that would be pretty cool just to connect it to the first one okay um all right <clears throat> my theory is tied into what i want to see so my theory is the logic behind him keeping her captive and not telling her there's a giant monster and that's why they're stuck downstairs is that would just send her into like hysteria to know that there's this giant monster out there is his worry and that's why he doesn't tell her and kind of keeps it from her and also the destruction of everything and she knows and loves that kind of thing um my theory is the only thing we're going to get that connects it to the first Cloverfield, maybe until the end of the movie or until she looks outside and sees whatever it is, you know, is he's going to have in his possession either news footage of the attack on one of those VHS tapes or the actual evidence that he maybe found the, the department of like the movie. Mm-hmm. So that kind of ties into what Jenny wants. Yeah, you're right. That's that's what I think. Um, this is just the beginning. We have two months to speculate. I don't think we're going to get more trailers, guys. This is this is how the, these things work. Uh, so don't don't hope to see a new trailer released in a week or two. That gives you more information. If we do get anything, it's going to be in the form of the ARG game. So it'll mm-hmm. be websites and YouTube videos and things relating to the movie, but not exactly from the movie itself. Um, so keep, keep looking. If you're interested at all in the Cloverfield phenomena, let us know. We're on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom of what you find. We'll try to keep you posted as much as we can in our geek out episodes every week. We'll do the, the Cloverfield mm-hmm. update. <laughs> we'll, we'll have live on the scene. JD, uh, with yes. our Cloverfield report. <laughs> I'll videotape me going to the movie and hopefully coming out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be your last entry into the Cloverfield yeah. report. <laughs> yep. Um, yes, so tell us on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Jenny, you are at? Robbie R. Jay Dizzle, you are at? At Jay Freaking D. And, yes, so please play the game along with us, because I think I've sent these two into the the, the oh insani- gosh, insanity that I've yep. been in for the past. We're little sleuths. Yes, so now we're, it, that's the fun of the game, guys. Let's just remember I'm that. determined to get this darn password. Hell yeah. <laughs> And when I get home later tonight, after the Packers beat the Cardinals, uh, I will begin my research yet again. So, all right. Uh, JD, can you recommend a good place for me to maybe have somebody read the book, The Fifth Wave, to me? Yes, Dave. If you have not read The Fifth Wave yet, which is a shame you haven't because the movie's coming out in less than a week, uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom where you can get a free 30-day trial with a free download for the audiobook. So, once again, audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom. If you want to read anything from The Fifth Wave to The Hunger Games, maybe The Martian, wink, wink, it's great also. And it'll help support the stuff that we do so that you can keep getting awesome content. One more time, <sighs> that website is? audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom. Thank you, JD. Also, a uh, sponsor of this website and podcast is Neptune Comics. Uh, it's a local comic book shop in my neighborhood, but they also have a website, NeptuneComics.com, where you can order all your comics, trade paperbacks, action figures, all that good stuff. They'll send it right out to you. Good group of guys, and they sponsor this show. So help them out. Go out and buy some stuff. If you can't make it to a comic book store, buy it from them, NeptuneComics.com. All right. 
So now I have sent everybody into a Culverfield laced insanity on the internet. Good luck with your search. And this time, since she's actually here, Jenny gets to provide us with the word of the day, and it is... Tiffany, 